0: Welcome to Stage Mom Podcast, a podcast for breakthrough bands and artists. Today we have Worldwide Wednesday. Worldwide Wednesday is a hip hop artist out of Lancaster, Pennsylvania, and South Florida. This podcast was super special to me because Wednesday happens to be a huge inspiration for me. Not only is he an incredible writer and hip hop artist, but he also is such a selfless person that puts in his own time to help children of his community as well as the artists of his community. You'll hear all about that during this podcast. Wednesday has inspired me to actually do this podcast. I saw what he was doing to help the other artists out there, and I had to do something also. I've known him for many years, and I'm honored to call him a friend. Go check out his social media and follow him on Spotify. He is such a fun, creative artist that I can't wait to see blow up. It will be so well-deserved when it happens okay so we have worldwide wednesday here with yes. us today i'm super excited i've been trying to get you here for months i know it's but you're so busy
1: finally in town
0: uh-huh i'm very excited so um tell everybody a little bit about yourself How you got to be, also want to know about your name and where you're
1: from and everything. Yeah, so pretty much a hip-hop singer, songwriter, artist um, out from Leicester, Pennsylvania. Um, I moved down here for about five years, got acquainted with everyone down here in South Florida, went to FIU College, graduated with a communications degree, Um, ended up working at a radio station, one of the biggest in, in the country, top five. Um, Doing promotions and marketing Kind of got interested in throwing events Because through the radio station We were always setting up events Always setting up music festivals Things like that Um, So I started up my own business Called The Ripple Effect um, As you have the share Yes (laughs) (laughs) Um, Started up my own business Called The Ripple Effect With a team of people From the radio station Because they already knew How to throw events We wanted to do it ourselves We saw the flaws In the way that corporate um, Threw their festivals And what we can make better Um, We really wanted to make sure with the ripple effect that we tailored it to independent artists, but also made sure that they felt comfortable in a setting like that. Because a lot of times what happens with independent artists is that it's like a pay to play type thing where it's you come on the festival, you pay 150 to 200 bucks to play on the festival or for your slot, and then they don't really care about you. With us, it's like we take the artists, we sit them down, we see what what's your vibe, what's your you know uh, aesthetic, and then we kind of like alter our marketing so that we will be able to like help, just like make it bigger than what it is, you know. So we really sit down with the artists and just try and curate for them. Um, That's why we say for the artist by the artist. Right. Um, But yeah, so I'm still singing, songwriting. I'm working with some good producers, some bigger producers right now. Um, just trying to get my first placement so that I can move through the world of the artistry because I feel like once I start connecting with these producers and artists and songwriters, that way I can start branching out and doing my own thing. But right now it's just putting in the groundwork to get there.
0: Yeah. Um, okay. So you said something that I was going to bring up. All right. College. You were in a fraternity. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I just don't see it. Do you talk to any of your frat brothers anymore or anything like that? And how did you end up in a fraternity?
1: Um, I still do talk to a couple of them. One, actually, was just over this past weekend up at the Airbnb. But, um, yeah, no, I went to FIU, so I don't have family or friends down here. So I was kind of like the lone child just, like, roaming a (laughs) commuter school that I didn't know was a commuter school at first. I thought it was, like, every, I thought it was a big school. Everyone stayed on campus. We're all going to get to know each other. Uh But then I found out it was a commuter school. So I'm like, all right, what's the best way that I can, like... Just maneuver. How can I get involved? Um, and my roommate at the time, because I was living on campus, he was a part of Sigma Phi Epsilon. He was like, yo, why don't you just join a fraternity? I'm like, no, nah, like, that's not who I am. Like, that sounds cool, but like, nah. And he's like, come on, just check it out. Like, come to the Rush Week. Meet some of the guys. Meet some of my brothers, whatever, whatever. So I met them. And then I went to other fraternities just to see, like, how everyone acted. Because I'm not really, like, the, you got to wear this and this. And you got to, like, I'm very so my own person right so like mm-hmm. um i didn't like that aspect of it but with sigma phi epsilon like i saw that not everyone was wearing the same thing mm-hmm. everyone was very chill and like down to earth like very genuine people i'm like i might fit in this like <laughs> i might have a spot somewhere in here and it was the easiest way for me to start connecting some right. dots yeah um especially with the more rich because that way like my our alumni group like was you know, easy to connect with and be able to like facilitate things that I wanted to do on like a surface level, right? To, and just make it bigger. So I ended up becoming the VP of Communications in my fraternity. Wow! Um, so I helped throw all the events, like it was. It just like led, yeah. Events, 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 right? Events. But I started up Ripple Effect because back in my city, when I was starting out with music, I didn't have that platform for me right. to go on. A lot of yeah. people denied me. A lot of people were like, Nah, like. Uh, maybe next time maybe next time and like I was like you know what I'm gonna just start my own thing and like throw my own festival throw my own show and just like it just branched yeah. out from there
0: um it's funny so everybody hears me talk about my kid and how she's in a band and um she just started I don't know if you've heard she's releasing her first solo album uh, or the first single from her EP on Friday
1: no, I had no yeah, idea
0: Yeah, she actually is singing and Whoa. she's playing guitar on this. Heck and yeah. her um studio recording she played all the instruments. So she's got a band she's going to be playing with mini fest. But that's sick. I have a really good question for you. Um oh yeah, so so yeah, so for her, you offered a lot of opportunities for her band that they would never have ever had in a million years. And it was funny and I don't know if you know the story, but um when when I first started like um, getting gigs and stuff for Saving Harold, I was. Um, I asked the kids, okay, what venue do you want me to reach out to and try to get you in at? And everybody was realistic, except for Max. He was like, Revolution Live. And I was like, yeah, okay, that's just never going to happen. I mean, they were like 15 years old at the time. And I was like, yeah, that's not happening. But I was like, okay, yeah. So then I moved on. And then I got an email from the R- ripple effect about the wave to the ripple effect. I still to this day have no idea how you found us. But I, I got this email. But do you remember the first time you met me?
1: At the wave the ripple. Effect. Yes, but yeah. do you
0: remember how we met? I don't. Okay. So it's so funny because I'm like that type of person that like if I'm at the store, I'll make sure I go find if someone's really nice or good, I'll go find somebody to let their manager know, oh that person was really okay. nice or yeah. whatever so. I was I happened to be standing next to you. And I said, and it was before you performed, and I said, oh, do you are, are you a part of this event? And you said, yeah. And I said, oh, okay, because, like, there's this person I've been talking to via text message who's been really nice. And I just wanted to let you let the person know. So is there, like, a manager that I could talk to? Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, I'm the creator. I own this thing. And I'm like, oh, so I got the right person. <laughs> and it ended up being... Um, no no it wasn't tabby it was uh god why am i drawing a blank right now
1: ty, Carlo, no, it was uh what's his Marissa. name his name what's
0: it was ty yeah
1: oh, okay yeah
0: so um but then halfway through i started talking to tabby because ty dropped his phone in the pool or the water or something like that so but that was a funny story yeah so anyhow so back to your music when did you first get started no know- and when did you know that this was what you wanted to do
1: well, those are two different times for me. I right. first got started in high school, um, just messing around, just like everybody else. Who hops on a mic, they're very nervous their first time. But like with me, it, it, we just hung a microphone off like a hanger in the closet and just mm-hmm. like called it a day. You know, we were just messing around. Right. Um, then throughout high school, we were like, you know what? Let's hop in a real studio. So we got in a real studio. We started working with an engineer. We released a couple albums, and then for me, it was like. That was like some of the worst times of my life because back then it's like, I don't think it as much now. But back then in high school, music was the weird thing to do. So like all the band geeks and the nerds and like right. all like you you play music like stick with really the
0: was it like that? Yeah, because yeah, we I mean, had I went like to down a- here we had a separation of the band geeks yeah. and then like the hip hop artists like the local well, I went to ones a Catholic school. yeah. So
1: like I went to like a different you know That's a different true. type of school that didn't really see. Uh, music as being a viable career right okay so it was like almost unrealistic when i was like putting out these projects and just doing what i do of course i wasn't the best at what i was doing so it's understandable why that was looked weird like a down upon but it's also at the same time something a way for me to express myself so that's what i used it through high school and when i started like getting really bad feedback i was like you know what maybe this isn't for me like it was fun but like Maybe I shouldn't be the front man. Right. So I started doing, um, I started learning how to produce. I started learning how to engineer. I worked for Atlantic Records, um, doing, I interned for them as an engineer there. Um, I owned my own recording studio wow. for a couple of years. And then I was like, you know what? I got to do something different. So that's when I moved down to Florida. Right. Um, uh, but I didn't start taking myself serious until, um, as I was producing, I was producing a lot of records where I was like, Man, I would love to hop on some of these and I was like telling my friends, yo, like what if I got back into it and then my one friend, Pineapple Poppy, he was like, Yo, like do it and I was like, Nah, I can't go back to that like bad feedback. Like, I don't like that. Like yeah. it didn't feel comfortable for me. Yeah. He was like, No, like I'm telling you, you have something, you were good, it's just now you have developed yourself. I'm like, I don't know. I said, if I ever go back, I'll name myself Wednesday and call my EP this week. It's like a joke, just like joking around with them, because mm-hmm. I never thought I would be in this position right. doing music again. Right. So for me, Wednesday almost turned into this like, like con- confident like side of me, where okay. I'm like, because I released the record, my first record as Wednesday, it got 11,000 views in a couple weeks, and I'm like, yo, like, people really do enjoy this, like. Mm-hmm. it's possible yeah it's possible so that's when it was like you know what Wednesday is my confidence side like I can go any. I could do anything I want like mm-hmm. and that's just when everything started clicking in my brain I've got to make this happen I've got to make this happen I right. got to prove not only the people who made fun of me wrong but myself like right. because I just backed away from doing all the, that stuff right. in high school when I could have been 10 times further right. than what I was right so it's just for myself and for all the independents who are like scared to keep going or, like, have a lot of negative feedback or maybe don't get the listens that they want mm-hmm. or the people support that they want. It's, like, you just got to keep going. Yeah, You got to stay consistent. Yep. You got to keep progressing because LeBron didn't become LeBron without nope. practice. Like,
0: did Michael Jordan didn't even make his – uh the first time he tried out for basketball, he didn't make the team.
1: No, and that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, we just got to keep going.
0: Yeah, exactly. And, like, all right, so is there, like, a little part of you that – looks back at these kids from high school that made fun of you that were like were you sitting there like you just recently went to the Grammys. Yeah. Were you like, I hope someone sees me
1: because I <laughs> sure as hell would be. Uh, uh, I'll
0: be posting it out there. Like tag me in that so so and so can see this.
1: <laughs> not as much as I used to. I mean they're at my shows now so
0: <laughs> isn't that the best feeling. Yeah. So okay, so speaking of big accomplishments, all right, so you went to um the Grammys with your girlfriend who's like a goddess by the way. <laughs> Like, she, she is. is so adorable. If you have a chance she's to check a, out Lindsay's girlfriend. Girl.
1: She's a beautiful girl. <laughs>
0: she is. She's, like, like naturally beautifully. Yeah. Like, it's she's, just, like, she has a
1: great personality, like, inside and out. Like, yeah, she's yeah. awesome.
0: So, all right, so you went to the Grammys with her. Um, Tell me about that. Was that, like, the best time of your whole entire life?
1: It was surreal. Like, I, throughout the entire time I was there, probably up until the actual Grammys, like, came, I was, like, I can't believe like I'm doing all this. Like mm-hmm. I'm I'm in Vegas. I've never been to Vegas. Yeah. It's my first time in Vegas. Um and what made it even more surreal was just being around the same people that like I do music with back right. in my city. Like I'm with my friends. Like I'm mm-hmm. with my people. It's not a lot of people could say that. Nope. And you know I was just so thankful and grateful mm-hmm. to be in that position. But yeah, it was cool. Like a lot of meetings, um a lot of events, networking. Um some shoots, a couple photo shoots that I had out there. Um, yeah, it was just awesome. It was, it was such a good weekend for right. like, connecting with people, definitely networking with people. Yeah. So I have a lot of producers that I'm working with now, and a lot of eyes on me that I didn't before. And it's those positions that you got to put yourself in to yeah. be able to expand your not only you know your artistry, but your brand right. and, and your uh, network base. Right. yeah
0: Yeah, it's true it's all about networking and like the right place right time you never know when it's going to be
1: your time that's the thing too is like even if you're you're networking now right so i'm working with a producer i met six years ago we were talking about last night i was in the studio last night he was like i we were just talking about where we first met we met at three points music festival and i was working the ticket booth right and i was like oh you do music and i just started like a conversation with him he's like yeah yeah but it was a very quick conversation. Mm-hmm. I was like, let me get your Instagram. I'd love to work with you, whatever. And for five years straight, this guy was just like like I I was like, yo, let's work. And like it would kind of get pushed to the side. Mm-hmm. Like not disrespectfully. It's, yeah. But um life. last night I was I was telling him, I said it's it's all God because like I wasn't ready at that time. Mm-hmm. I wasn't ready in that position. So sometimes the people you meet now might not be uh in your direct network until years later.
0: Right, right.
1: But keep those mm-hmm. keep those connections and don't burn bridges because you never know yep. how they can help yep. you or how you can help them.
0: Yep. My father used to tell me, careful of the toes you step on today. They might be attached to the ass you have to kiss tomorrow. <laughs> so wow. I was like, facts.
1: so, yeah, yep. That's so, funny.
0: Yeah. But um, it's funny because like, um, like with, with my daughter's band and you with the ripple effect, I remember, like, I used to drive you crazy. Every time you posted something about a new ripple effect, I was right there, mm-hmm. like, driving you nuts. But look at us now, no, right? I, like,
1: <laughs> I loved it, though, because the team was always like, we got to get saving heroes. <laughs> like, we, enjoyed, we enjoyed that they were so young mm-hmm. and, like, so talented. And just to be able to like rock a show the way they did, mm-hmm. they're the highlight of every single show that we had. Like, yeah, we were just so excited cool. to see them perform again. Yeah. Like one year, yeah. and then another year after another. And like, how much
0: they they change throughout each every, year? Yeah, yeah, every year. But I even, I've seen that with you too. Like, all right, so my favorite song, what was it? Um And forgive me if I don't know all the names, no, it's but okay. something about the cellular.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, Petty, Petty.
0: Petty, Petty. That's, Petty. I, that was one of my favorite songs for a long time. And then you did the little thing with the Vampire Boys. Yeah. Vampire, P- Vampire Punk Boys. Punk Boys I, which I
1: love started, started up a band with my friends. Yes. Yeah, honestly, that, that might have awesome. been the hardest thing to do. Like, it was so much fun. Uh-huh. But, like, keeping a band together, i would never been in a band right. before. Right. So I had no idea how hard it was to, like, collaborate yeah. with two other artists, three other artists. Like... And it's they were lot.
0: different too. Yeah. Different, yeah. It's a lot. Yeah, that was that was good though. That was a good collaboration for real. We um, have
1: a lot more songs in the tuckin that we're never probably gonna release. They really? want they wanted to for so long, but like I just don't. The thing is, if we're not gonna take it serious, and this is yeah. how I feel by about a lot of like other artists too, is when artists come to me for features or want to perform on the Ripple Effect, I look at you as, are you trying to make this a career? Right, not? because it wouldn't be worth it for us Mm -hmm. to, like, do all the things and push all the content that we're pushing if you're not taking yourself serious. Right, right. So, same thing applies. Like, everybody has their own life, so the bandmates have to handle what they got to handle. And I could tell in the moment that it might just not be the right time for us to be together, Mm -hmm. you know? If you want to take music serious in the future, then I would love to, like, sit down again and work. Mm -hmm. But until that time comes, like, I don't want to release music Mm -hmm. and just let it be a teaser and yeah like like, no
0: i agree and i know that i've got this little small podcast here but i kind of feel the same way as you like with some bands that want to come on i'm like i almost want to say well um how much music do you have out like what because i am making a platform so that people can get seen in a different way as well but it's like there's some like uh I have to tell you after, but there's some that I wanted to say, bro, someone else could have been here. Like, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like it's, so I totally get what you're saying with that, where you kind of have to do filter it out, especially because the opportunity that you offer is an incredible opportunity. Mm -hmm. It really is. Okay. So, all right. So now, all right. Did I read somewhere that you were going to release a single a
1: month? Yes. Yeah. I was supposed to. Oh, um, Dead. I kind of got backtracked. Okay, <laughs>
0: but, <laughs> from, sorry. I'll cut that. No, <laughs> no, it's cool. It's all
1: right because this is this is part of it. I'd love to talk about it. Okay. Um, so January, I released "Grenade," mm-hmm. which is one of my favorite songs so far this year. Okay. Um, just because of the writing behind it. But uh, so I released "Grenade." February slash March, I I released um the Chosen One. hmm
0: Which I love. Well, also. February,
1: I I released the Chosen One. March, I released the music video, the video. very yeah. recently, um, and I was going to release another song like in March, but this song has a bigger feature on it. Okay. So I'm trying to I'm trying to curate the rollout to be something that like makes it hit mm-hmm. instead of me just releasing it and saying I hope that everyone picks it up. It, right? Nah, like so you just have to, I just had to plan. I have to strategize with like how I'm man- maneuvering. You know? Right. So. Um, I met a lot of people at the Grammys, oh, and awesome. now these people are, you know, starting to help me with, like, the my rollout and my marketing and, like, the way that my next release is going to be released, mm-hmm. my next single is going to be released. So, um, the big artist I have on it, I don't want that to just fade away. Like, right. I, I really want, he's very popular right now. Mm-hmm. Um, he wrote two songs. For Nicki Minaj last month. Nice. They uh both hit number one on wow. Billboard. He, he was a number one songwriter on Billboard. So like the like it's a very big deal for me. Right, right. Whether or not it's for everybody else is a big right. deal. For me it is because you, yeah. I've been curating that relationship for a while and like I loved his music. So to get him on an actual song is like, yeah, That's like awesome. this is crazy. Yeah. And now to see like the level up for him, but it's funny because the producers I'm working with now are involved with the him and like it's all comes full circle yeah. it's like it's insane how small this industry really is. really is, like, is. i mean more and more people and i and one of the things i notice is you're always one person away from the person you need to meet Yeah. and it's just insane so with that month-to-month thing i would love to stay on track um i haven't unfortunately just because i've been very focused on releasing this next single mm-hmm. and trying to like uh give give given in a way that i feel comfortable right. and that i would love so hasn't been quite that way but right. i did say that
0: but it's coming soon though yeah
1: i have a lot musical? of music to release tons right. of music to release um but yeah this next single is coming soon a lot of production and songwriting has been happening for me too so like it's like a lot is going on right now and i didn't expect that in january right so from these past three months four months of living i was just like it's been like Opportunity yeah. after opportunity after opportunity. You have so. to go
0: with that, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: So got to prioritize. Yeah,
0: exactly. Okay, so what was the first song you ever wrote, and did you
1: record it? What was the first song I ever wrote? That was probably back in high school, to be honest with you. when yeah. We were just messing around, but I'd say the first record I released as Wednesday was probably my first full written song, just because I produced the beat. Uh-huh. I wrote the song uh what was it called i can't even remember what it was called right now i remember the cover i can't remember the song name (laughs) but yeah uh it was probably in 2019 okay no 2018 something like that and what
0: was your favorite all-time favorite song that you've ever released
1: oof i always wonder this myself yeah yeah because like For me i i see the progression like i keep getting better at songwriting and i'm practicing and i'm like just being around top-notch people which i was talking about last night too Mm -hmm. which is cool is like as you work with bigger producers as you work with bigger people in the industry you kind of like you have to level up so Mm -hmm. it's like just a constant progression of like how good can i get how (laughs) like how much better can i get so um Mm My favorite song that I personally made probably Los Angeles.
0: Okay.
1: Yeah. Because the...
0: That's a good one too.
1: Yeah, just the vibe and the meaning behind it, the story behind it, how I created it, who I created it with, like, all of it was, like, just, like, it came full of like,
0: So what's the story behind it?
1: <laughs> so... <clears throat> I had went out to LA. Um, my ex had had invited me out to LA um, to see her new place that she had just gotten and stuff like. Um, and I went out there to make music with her because she was like, "Come out here! Like, I want to start songwriting and like, I want you to help me. You've always been there to like, you know, facilitate my music." Da da da. all right, cool. So like, um, in my mind, I'm like, I'm on a mission out here. Like, I'm out here to like. music and whatever but like I was I ended up being out there for a whole nother reason (laughs) a whole nother reason like just that was like the end all be all for me where like I was stuck in a rut for a little while Mm -hmm. over like just the feelings and emotions of like I thought we were going to work out. I thought, like, this was, like, it. And then Mm -hmm. it really wasn't. And it was just, like, going left. And, like, that was, like, the end all. Like, I'm cool. Like, Mm -hmm. finally, I have let all of this go. I see what it is. I'm, like, and that's the part of Los Angeles is, like, I was lost in Los Angeles. Like, Mm -hmm. I was, like, I came out here for one thing. Now I'm out here for another. And, like, emotions, like, might have gotten involved. And, like, just thinking, like, too much, overthinking everything. So Los Angeles was born in a way of, like, You know what i'm not worried about this no more like i don't need to like i'm fine i found my way like i'm good like the chosen one i found Mm -hmm. my way i found a way i found a way like it's true los angeles was just that confusing moment of like no more tug and pull like no more no more of that i'm good on. It's like
0: confusing but eye-opening
1: yeah same time and i probably didn't explain it the best way but like it's just, it, it might have been just a story for me, just right. like something that, like, emotionally I was feeling and that I let go of. So, mm-hmm. yeah, Los Angeles just has a very deep meaning for me. Right.
0: So, all right, when you set out to write a song, do you plan it or do you just, it comes to you and you're like, oh, I got I to gotta get this down?
1: So, I don't really write, like, I don't really write on my phone, I don't really write. Oh, okay. I just hop on the microphone and then, like.
0: How the hell do you remember it? have to write everything down i forget everything <laughs> it would be a different song every
1: time I came out my mouth yeah no nah, um so i just hop on the microphone and then vibe to it i hear like what what it sounds like what the beat sounds like what what the record sounds like and i just vibe to it at whatever i'm feeling in that moment is what i put down whatever i'm thinking wow. in my head i put down and, and that's what makes it so authentic and genuine right. is like Whatever is in my head is literally coming out right. of my head. So it's so,
0: really exactly who you are yeah, in that moment, your 100%. music. 100%. That's awesome. I, and I wake
1: up in different moods. That's why you hear so many different types right. of music from me because I can't stick to one type of, or one genre or one type of hip-hop song. Like, I can't do that because that's just not me. I don't wake up in that mood every day. I don't wake up the happiest. I don't wake up the saddest. Right. Like, whatever you get is, like, how I woke up that right. day. So it's like, yeah.
0: That's, that's awesome, though. I love that. <laughs> That's, I never even would have ever thought that.
1: Yeah, 100%. That's why that's just how I keep it like super true to myself right. and
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: Make sure that, you know, whatever I'm saying is right.
0: Okay, so let's bring it back again. I don't know, maybe a year or two. I don't know. To when you had your picture up in Times Square. Oh yeah. <laughs> like these are big huge things that happen for people. Yeah. Like that's huge. So, how would that all come about? I was like so excited. I was like, "Oh my god, look i
1: know him <laughs> I had, to be honest with you i had management at the time so management put that one together That's i didn't awesome. i didn't have much to do with that other than go out to new york and take a picture in front of it But <laughs> and end, i got um during that time we were on a run for a friendly neighborhood so um that was the song that they really wanted to push
0: uh-huh.
1: and they thought it was like a TikTokable song and right. they were like oh like we're going to push, push, push this one. And I'm like, okay, cool. Like, let's do it. So we're on a three-month run with it. And one of the thing, one of the run, sorry, one of the part of the runs was to put my picture up in Times Square and, like, make it part of, like, the overall rollout. So it was, it was a good opportunity. It was so cool. It was right. awesome to have that. Oh, yeah. um, but just things like that, that's what I talk about all the time is, like, they're cool things, but, like, what about the next day?
0: right you know yeah. what i mean
1: like what happens the next day yeah. it's like you can't being cool for social media is cool only if you're actually cool yeah you know what i mean like well, i
0: think you're pretty cool no i think so
1: <laughs> i think so too i'm not saying that wasn't a cool moment i'm just saying like don't fake the funk yeah, what I'm no, I gotcha. saying. Like, yeah like like yeah. doing those things are cool yeah don't get me wrong like they're, they're almost, sometimes they're necessary for the rollout plan that you have, for the music that you're trying to push. Um, as you see all these big artists get these billboards and whatnot, obviously like it's a necessity of some sort. Um, but there's always another day, like tomorrow is always going to come. So like, you got to keep pushing, you got to keep rolling. Like that was cool. But like, what's next Yeah. for me? That's how I feel. Like that was cool. What's next? What can I do bigger? How can I do it bigger? How can I make my team involved? How can Mm -hmm. I, you know what I mean? Like just bring it full circle because I'm a creative human being. I'm not here for, I'm not here for any clout. I'm not here for like, I'm here for respect and I'm here for, for um, just making good music, just being mm-hmm. creative. Like I just want to be creative. Yeah.
0: Well, and you're also a good person. Like in anybody that they don't even have to know you. To kn- they could just see you on social media. Which, um, all right. So you, you're an artist. You've got the ripple effect, you own that which helps all the other artists. Um, You are, I'm assuming, a really good boyfriend because you scored a really cute girl that is super nice. Um, But also, you put a lot into your community as well with the little kids, which is probably my favorite role that you play (laughs) Mm -hmm. because what those kids are feeling is probably like nothing that they would feel at home or anything and I just love that so everybody needs to check out like what you do with the community so tell us about
1: that um so you know what's funny is when I moved back from Florida back to my hometown in Lancaster um a couple things one I was very upset because I didn't feel like my mission here was done um and it's still not done I keep coming back just to complete missions um but (laughs) But, yeah, like, I didn't feel like my my mission here was fully done. So going back there was a little scary for me because I'm from a small town. So, like, to get stuck up in a small town is very easy over there. It's like Mm -hmm. I can easily fall into the ways of a small town mindset and, like, get a regular job and forget that I'm even doing music or taking it serious. Like, it's scary. So I promised myself if I was going to go back to my city, I'm going to get involved with community and make a change Mm -hmm. because, like, that's. That's like um, that's what's going to keep me going. Right. So what's going to keep me like active. So right. um, this opportunity popped up through one of my friends, Dominique. He, he owns a company called True to You. Um, and True to You is all about just being true to yourself, but helping kids like find an outlet to be creative and how to like express themselves. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes they don't get that that, you know, parent figure. or right human beings be able to express themselves creatively or like even express themselves in general right um so with true to you he invited me onto the team and he was like look this is like what i'm trying to do this is like how we're going to move because he was already a part of the school system um so he created his own mentorship program and like now i'm part of i'm a mentor under true to you and like he got me into some doors through the school and like now i'm performing at assemblies and like awesome. i'm in i'm in middle schools and mm-hmm. soon to be high schools right. and like be able to speak to these kids from a different right. light because and, and you're and
0: such I, a role model for them like, yeah yeah
1: and, and and anybody walks into a school is a role model yeah like that's what people forget that's yeah. what teachers forget yeah like, they, do. They, they do and it's like they're looking at you do something every single day right. so like why not make it cool why not make it something that they enjoy so right. like now we're um, we have mentors in our group that like make mu- make mathematical music. So he has like the one through tens album out already. Now he's working the eleven through twenties or twenty awesome. ones. I'm going to be on the nineteen song, and like he's performing at all of these schools and like teaching these kids mathematics through hip hop.
0: Wow! So
1: it's like things like that, simple things like that, are ways that we can change up the curriculum um in a in a better way that yeah. the kids understand because that's what it's about. Yeah. Like. This generation is TikTok, yep. music, and that like that's it. Like music and TikTok, these there's two biggest things in kids' lives yeah. and gaming and video yeah. games. So like how can we relate to the kids? That's sometimes it's... teachers can't get through that way because they're kind of out the generation and don't know like yeah. how these kids operate. So we stay in the generation, we stay, we make sure that we can facilitate things. And now we have a recording studio over at the mix. And I'm bringing a summer program That's to awesome. to the mix. Yep, teaching them how to record, songwrite, all the. This is above. like
0: obviously like there's a couple kids that'll probably fall off, but this has probably changed the lives of I would say at least ninety percent of the kids that because with you being the role model, you look like a cool guy in their eyes, you know, like and it's then then you're bringing this to their lives and they probably it's probably such a self-esteem boost and it's like I think it's incredible. It's it's awesome. amazing,
1: and we had a meeting yesterday, the Ripple Effect had a meeting yesterday with um, Motivational Edge, who does the same exact thing I'm doing up there, down here, maybe even on a bigger scale, to be right. quite honest with you. They have recording studios, they have dance studios, they have Creative Commons, like, they have sports facilities, like, the um, they're sponsored by the Miami Heat, like, oh. it's crazy what they do down here, but not a lot of people know about them, right. so the Ripple Effect is teaming up with them. Oh, good. Um, and we're actually going to be, uh, like, recruiting teaching artists. So nice. if anybody would want to get oh, involved. Oh, I think I
0: saw that post that you were looking for. Yes. If
1: anyone wants to get involved, this is a way to, like, give back to your community. Right. And, you know, you still make money from it. It's not a volunteer service. Right. Like This is you getting paid for your passion and being able to teach younger the younger generation on right. how you got through what you got through. Right. And how to creatively express yourself. That's awesome.
0: I love that. Okay, so what do you feel is the m- biggest accomplishment that you've made to date as an artist?
1: Biggest accomplishment? Biggest accomplishment. Um, as an artist? Or, yeah, I guess I was going to say Ripple, but that's not as an artist. Well, um, I mean, it
0: kind of is. It's Artists for the Artists, and yeah, you did it to...
1: I mean, Ripple Effect is my biggest life accomplishment so far. Okay. Um, I guess not only as an artist but as a businessman too like being able to expand from south florida up to lancaster and be able to have two teams going at the same yeah. time it's like i'm grateful for that right and right. it's an accomplishment um as an artist i would say just like my progression from the past three four years as an artist and my songwriting and my production and like just like all of that has come together and like i feel accomplished in a way of like I'm in a place that I never thought I would be in, right. so I'm not done yet, like it's not the end, but I do feel that it's an accomplishment to be able to be the artist I am today, right. and be honestly, the biggest accomplishment accomplishment for me as an artist is just staying true to myself. Mm-hmm. like like yeah. a lot of people get lost in the sauce. Um, especially when they're meeting bigger people yeah. and like get caught up in the industry and stuff, like I'm I'm still me. I'm still yeah. the kid I, still was, I was still
0: remembering the, the little
1: ones. Yeah, like <laughs> I still ones. remember who I am. Yeah. So
0: that's good. And that's important. It's really important. Yep. Um, what do you what's the biggest lesson you've learned in this being a part of this industry?
1: when one door closes another one always opens.
0: that's a that's a good one
1: another one always opens because i used to get upset about that i used to get really upset like dang like what if i don't get this what what if you know what i mean like this door closed like how am i going to get this now but like it's always after that that another one opens up Mm -hmm. and it's like okay like
0: well i think the reason that that works for you so well is because you made it known that you put god first and when you do that he's going to continue to guide you to where you need to go
1: 100 percent. so i think 100%. that
0: that's like an important thing that every artist should know like if you if you are living that way then
1: yeah yeah and that's any any god that you believe in like just having faith that that things are going to be able to work out in your favor um and not dwell on mm-hmm. not dwell on something not going your way like once you start dwelling, that's like when everything goes downhill because you're going to continue that energy and have that energy throughout the rest of time until you stop dwelling on yeah. it. So it's like, take the day to dwell on it, but the next day you better wake up and be hungry. Yeah, yeah. it's true. Yeah.
0: So do you have a dream collaboration?
1: <laughs> Drake?
0: Yeah.
1: yeah. No, 100%. I would love to write for Drake. I think I could write for Drake. Um, but yeah, I mean... Um, uh, I just, I don't know. I guess, yeah, Drake is, like, one of my, my favorite artists. I feel like he has so many different types of, and that's such a cliche thing to say, but, like, that's just who I, yeah. I would want to work with. Honestly, also somebody in, like, the punk rock scene. I would love to sit down and work with anyone, like, I don't know, any of the members of Green Day or any of, like, some 41 or yeah yeah and get into that genre because yeah. i feel like i'm fit for that genre yeah and if i could really sit down with some of those um you know artists over there and the creatives over there yeah. man i could we could turn around a whole yeah. song like into something way different yeah so,
0: no it would be
1: awesome yeah I, there's a lot of creatives that i want to work with i want to step out of my lane a lot like i want to i would love to go to other countries and work with some of the biggest artists over in other countries yeah, like that would be awesome. yeah like just learn music <laughs> as a worldwide culture like right it's a language. Music is a language. It is, yeah. So, like, I guess, yeah. Just, like, tons of different people, honestly.
0: So, you've performed down in South Florida here, also in Lancaster. Do you have a favorite venue that you've performed at?
1: <clears throat> favorite venue? Um, honestly... Revolution is still my yeah, favorite venue. It's a great venue. Yeah, Revolution is. is still my favorite venue. I haven't been around the world to be able to see too many venues, but from the venues I've been in and performed in, Revolution Live is the move. Right, yeah. Their they're audio people, the move, their lighting guy, John, that's my guy. Like, yeah, Revolution is that, yeah. that spot. Yeah,
0: it is. Okay, so do you have any favorite local bands here in South Florida that you want to... Tell everybody
1: about. Do I have any favorite
0: different... bands or artists?
1: Um Jessica Morale is doing her yeah. thing. She's doing her she's thing. Good. Like she she knows what it is. She knows exactly what it is and how she's gonna get it. It's all mm-hmm. about time and patience for her. Yeah. She already got it. Yeah. Um Luna Scar. Yeah, I love that, Luna. That's my homie. Yeah. Like that's my homie for life. She moved out to New York.
0: Yeah, she's flying down for my thing on am yeah, yeah. yeah, so excited. Said. Because he's excited. playing drums for her. Ooh. Mackenzie, my kid.
1: Mackin- oh, she's, really? Yeah,
0: she's, so her drummer just had a back surgery, I believe, so okay. she asked Mackenzie if she would play.
1: That's awesome. So it'll be fun. That's awesome. Yeah, um, but yeah, those are the two notable ones for right yeah. now, and, and my homie, uh, Trey, gift Rap Trey, he's really doing okay. his thing out here. He's, he's from Pennsylvania, so I, he's home team, but he's out here doing his thing, so um, those are a few of the people that I really, like, stay updated with Right. Right. Um, and make sure, you know, if there's any way I can support them or help them, I'm, I'm with it. Yeah. Like, Luna, Luna hit me the other week or the other month about getting into the Recording Academy. Okay. Cause I'm part of the Recording Academy. Uh, nice. Up in Philadelphia. Um, and she wanted to be one in New York, but you need consideration. So um, we just missed the deadline for me oh. to give her her consideration. But that's for next year now. Right. We're going right. to work on that for next year. She's yeah. going to get into the Recording Academy. That's awesome. Yeah.
0: That's awesome. Okay. All right. So we're going to go, I mean, we did do a lot of research on who you are as a person, <laughs> but we're going to, I have a little segment called, you can tell mom anything so I'm gonna ask some questions. That's, here.
1: I like that. I like All the right. name of that.
0: <laughs> Cause you know, I'm a mom. Of course. <laughs> All right. If you could pursue any career, uh, if you didn't pursue the career in the music industry, what would you be?
1: I always said that if I were to go back to school, I would um, go for psychology because okay. I'm very interested in the mind and like how right. the mind works um, and why people do the things that they do. Right. Um, so I would probably be still be a mentor of some sort or not a therapist because I don't want to deal with other people's problems. But like, <laughs> but like just understand the mental space and right. like on a deeper level and be able to facilitate. The younger generation into a into a better position. Yeah.
0: Okay. All right. So, what is the weirdest or funniest question you have ever been asked in an interview? It better not be one I asked today. No, I'm just
1: kidding. Nah. I was asked some stupid stuff in interviews, and like, yeah, man. (laughs) There's one instance I think of, but I don't even know if I want to bring it up. Like, I was in an interview in Atlanta, and it was just like. There's a different vibe. It was, yeah. <laughs> There's literally something on my mind that I, I know, but I'm cool. I, okay, I'm not, so it's the,
0: I'm the one down. in Atlanta, but we
1: we're yeah, not yeah, using it. Was, it. Yeah. Hot New Hip Hop Interview, if you want to go check it out. Okay.
0: <laughs> yeah. All right, so what is something that everybody in your industry should start doing?
1: Um, what is something in the music industry that everyone should start doing? Yeah. Well, you can't tell anyone to do anything, because this industry, like... It's all about control. But um nah but like it's all it's also about the different paths. Like there, there's so many different paths that you can take that my my path might not work for you, mm-hmm. your path might not work for me. So right. like I can't really tell you what you should or shouldn't do, but I can't give advice on like what worked for me and mm-hmm. what didn't work for me. Right, you right. know? So um what you have to do is just believe in yourself. I'll mm-hmm. give you that much. Yeah. Like you have to believe in yourself because the minute that you don't Somebody else's, yeah. so they're gonna take your spot. You're
0: absolutely right with that. Yeah. 100%. Okay, so what is the biggest challenge that you feel the industry is facing?
1: Authenticity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Authenticity. Um, uh, someone
0: came to mind that purpose, I won't say either, but. <laughs>
1: purpose. When you said that. Uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Authenticity, purpose, and impact. Okay impact because the words that you say in your music are so like impactful to a lot of people they are and that's why like i really try and think of like how the how each of my songs are going to be received and i don't really try and put them out unless i feel confident that it has like some type of positive impact even if it's a sad song it
0: portrays you as you as a person
1: yeah, yeah 100 yeah and like now kids are listening to my yeah. music, kids yeah. are on my TikTok, like, yeah, like, I'm surrounded by children, yeah, <laughs> so like, I'm not gonna censor myself all the way, because I still, like, that's part of my art, you know, it's subjective on whether you like it or should be listening, right, right, but I'm definitely not going to lead kids in a bad direction of, like, doing drugs and, like, mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff, because, yeah. like, that's just not me, I'm, right, like, you know, I I smoke, but, like, that's, like, yep. really it. that's where yep. it stops, yeah, um, but, yeah, like, authenticity and impact you gotta make sure the things that you're saying have some type of positive impact even if it's a sad song like that's okay to be sad and like talk about emotions and feelings because sometimes those emotions and feelings are some some things that the kids are going through yeah. that they need to hear it's from true. an older adult like yeah. and like oh yeah like you're going through it too yeah it's crazy yeah. yeah that's so true
0: okay so back to your gorgeous girlfriend <laughs> how did you meet her and where did you bring her on your first date
1: Actually, we have an awesome story. Right? Okay,
0: cool. Wow. I love hearing these stories.
1: Yeah, so I had went out. I don't really go out in my city too often because I, I don't like seeing too many people I know, mm-hmm. um, which I, I live in a small city. Um, but I guess that's the opposite of what an artist should do or whatever. Yeah. Um, I don't really go out too often, so I got invited out to see a friend that I hadn't seen in a while. Mm-hmm. Um, so me and a couple guys went out. We had a, a couple drinks at uh, a local bar. And it was—it happened to be karaoke night, which I don't go out, so I don't know when could karaoke right. night. So like, cool. She was she was up on the microphone. She performed "Big Girls Don't Cry," um, <laughs> she loves that song. And then afterwards, she sat on the microphone. Man ain't shit. Da da da. I guess she was going through whatever she was.
0: Uh huh. Apparently.
1: And to me, I was like, I was like, yeah, she's confident. Like I, I like the way she's talking. Like. I I don't know, I like that type of woman, so uh, I went up to go sing a song next, like I was called up next, she was up there choosing another song to sing, I was like, come on, come sing with me, and she didn't, she was like, okay, and like grabbed the second microphone and like, we were singing uh, Wayne Wonder, Um, uh, Wayne Wonder, uh, what is the song he sang, I can't sing right now, my voice is
0: um, I kind of feel like I know somebody, what
1: you're talking about. She is a beauty. Very special.
0: Okay, yeah.
1: Okay. So we were singing. <laughs>
0: but it we were, was really good. Yeah, <laughs> no, nah,
1: nah, we, were, we were singing Wayne Wonder. And then at the end of it, I said, I was like, yeah, good job. Like, you sounded great. Though, though. And she, I didn't find out until a few days later that her microphone was never on. So, like, I didn't actually hear
0: her. <laughs> There so, he is. Funny. <laughs> so
1: she went to go sit down and oh like we God. were just looking at each other across the bar and i was like like pretty much like what's up like let's like you want to talk or whatever and she, she just like like that i came over i started talking to her and we were just vibing from like the minute that we started talking to each other and then she like disappeared she said she was going to bathroom and like dick and like i was like okay i guess we weren't vibing as much. Well. right I thought, so I left the bar and then I see on my Instagram, she had messaged me and was like, oh, I found kid. you. Yeah. I, you,
0: I don't know how you people find people so quickly <laughs> yeah. on Instagram. She knew
1: of me through other oh people. Oh my God.
0: Mackenzie can I'm find sponsored. someone that she walked down aisle one on, at Publix. She's like, oh, let me find. I'm like, how the
1: That's hell did insane. find that yeah. person? I don't, I don't know how to do that either. Oh my
0: God.
1: But she knew me through like other people and like mutual friends and whatnot. Okay. She knew of me. Um, She's actually coached by my dad in basketball. And,
0: nice. You know, okay.
1: So like it was like a whole thing, but then like I asked her on a date or whatever, and our first date we were supposed to go on a hike because out in PA we actually have mountains. That
0: right.
1: Um, so we went on a hike and it started downpouring. Oh, geez. And we we said okay, like let's go still. So we just walked through the downpouring rain well, and awesome. the hike, and like just talked about life. And at that that's point, awesome. I was like, hey, like, this is cool. Now,
0: did you plan the date, or did she? I planned You planned it, yeah. okay. Do you feel like men should, like, because I've noticed just, like, with Mackenzie dating and stuff, you know, um, a lot of these guys just don't plan shit, and it's like, <laughs> what the hell? But, you know, so I've I, got this, different. I got this kid who's demanding it. If you knock on it, like, she doesn't have time for it. And so I, I have to, like, give her props with that, because I was very different. I probably would have been like, okay, well well meet me here and then we can go here and i'll plan it at all but her she, she's like uh-uh nope yeah. if they want to go out with me then
1: not nah, good for her because south florida is yeah. a different monster to be honest crazy. with
0: you okay okay yeah. so it's like a normal thing for these south florida guys yeah i mean
1: it's like everything is like this yeah. down here everything is very quick
0: it's crazy yeah but I, yeah I, yeah I, I, I
1: haven't like i hadn't ever found a relationship down here
0: how long have you years. and your girlfriend been together now?
1: almost a year wow
0: time flies she had no idea what kind of bride she was going to be put on
1: oh no (laughs) and that was the thing for me is like in my last relationship it was very hard to um we both wanted to be like the front person you know we both wanted the attention we both wanted like you know just like to be who we were right and it was like sometimes we clashed heads with her it's like it's a lot easier because she's more of like a chill, laid back mm-hmm. person, yeah. and I'm like a very up in your face mm-hmm. person. So like it's it's the balance for us yeah. that that really works out. Um, but yeah, like I wanted to throw her into the mix of everything that's happening now, mm-hmm. so she can see what life is going to be ten mm-hmm. years from yeah. now. Yeah, and you can decide whether you like it now or not. Right. Yeah. So that way, in ten years, you know whether you're going to. Yep. It or not.
0: Yeah. Well, that's this smart. She
1: is is a hard place to be in. Uh, yeah. She knows it. She gets very overwhelmed. She has a yeah. lot of anxiety a lot of times we do things but I try and be there as best as possible yeah. and like yeah, uh, I can only do so much. So.
0: Yeah. That's smart to do that. Okay. So, if you were to write a book, what would it be
1: about? Um I've always wanted to do a TED Talk. Okay. Like I've always wanted to actually pop up in in my own city really. And do a TED Talk, so like a motivational book, 100%. Okay. Um, I don't know if you've ever read uh Russ's book. You know who Russ is? Mm-hmm. Okay, he's an independent artist okay. Um, who's, who's like one of the top independent artists like touring the world. Wow, okay. Um, but yeah, he wrote a book, and it, that book inspired me to just like one day sit down and think about everything that I've been through and like how I mentor kids now is like... I teach them a lot of things, so I feel like I have a lot to offer, like a lot of gems to offer right. for people who are just, like, starting out and yeah. people who are, you know, just confused on what they want to do in life. It doesn't even have to be about music, but like, right. just, like, finding your purpose. And right. Like, and we have so many books out here on that, but everybody has their own story, yeah. and maybe my story connects with somebody a little bit better than yeah. another's yeah. story. Uh, so I would definitely write like a motivational self help book.
0: Yeah, I think that that would be a good book, though. I think you'd be good at that one.
1: Thank you. Yeah.
0: Okay, so if you could have dinner with three celebrities, past <laughs> or present, who would they be?
1: Past or present, three celebrities. Three celebrities. I would definitely want it to be a funny dinner. Okay. So I would have to go down like the comedy route of things okay um honestly i would have loved to have a dinner with mac miller
0: okay like i mm-hmm. like he's
1: from around pennsylvania like right. he just like he inspired me to do music mm-hmm. i would have loved to just talk yeah. to him um him I always said that I would have loved to sit down with Russ as well because he's such, like, an inspirational dude. Right. And I'm going the opposite of comedy, but, like, <laughs> yeah, right. it's cool. That's like, okay. it, these are actually people I would love to sit down and have a conversation right. with. Um, and his way of, like, independency, definitely, how he got to where he was getting. And, like, just, like, the, yeah. um, And i'm gonna throw adam sandler in there just oh my god
0: i love him yeah i
1: think he would be hilarious to be around he reminds me so much of a good friend i had back in high school still happy but like he's hilarious and i just feel like it would just be a funny time
0: it would be with him there is yeah god okay so who is your celebrity crush
1: um you know who rosalie is no she's a spanish artist she's from spain beautiful. beautiful oh my gosh beautiful um yeah, okay. she she's probably my celebrity crush right now.
0: Okay.
1: Yeah. Back yeah. then it was like Kelly Kapowski and Topanga, but... <laughs> that was back in the day.
0: That was everybody's, I think. Yeah.
1: Everybody's, yeah. I was Yeah.
0: Okay, so do you have any hobbies or interests outside of music? I mean, I know you help the children. Yeah.
1: Um, I play soccer on Tuesdays. Oh,
0: okay. With the, my husband's huge, soccer. Like, the Premier League.
1: Yeah. I don't watch as much soccer oh, as I as I, wish. I as I play it. I love playing it. He um, used to
0: play all the time. Now he's just out of shape.
1: I messed my knee up last week at a soccer game, and Did I you? came here on crutches. And oh, no. Yeah, I lost the crutches. So I don't know. Where that <laughs> it was a good time. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we were here for a bachelor weekend. After we, so, I don't That's know so where they went. But there's some And
0: then he's better. Yeah.
1: I'm walking. So... <laughs>
0: That is so funny. Yeah. Okay, all right. Yeah, my husband was apparently really good. I hear about it all the time because he was a left footer, and apparently left footers are hard to come by. Yeah. Good left footers. I don't know.
1: I'm Whatever. ambidextrous with my feet.
0: Are you? Yeah. See, he he's like a left footer with that. He fishes left handed. He eats left handed, but he writes right handed. Huh. It's yeah. That's so weird. It's so weird. He's
1: ambidextrous. I
0: think he's got some issues. <laughs> Something's going. On. He probably is ambidextrous. Yeah, I but I I you are smarter when you're ambidextrous. So, is that true? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. That's nuts. Because of how your mind, like, the sides of the mind that mm, you use.
1: That makes sense. Mm-hmm. That yeah. makes sense. Yeah. But yeah, I also like beer. So like, I wouldn't mind opening up my own brewery too.
0: I would love to open up a brewery. Yeah, yeah. I would love. I that. love.
1: I love beer. Yeah. So it's a science that goes behind it, though. Yeah. So it's like, if I'm if I want to do it, I have to sit down and really like yeah. take time. I like mm-hmm. take a year out of my life and just, like, focus on yep. how I can do it.
0: You know, um, the guitarist from Saving Harold's Father, we always talked about it all the time. And he's a huge, like, IPA. He's got the app where he's tried, like, thousands, of, like, probably every single IPA. Like, And he rates them and stuff. But we always talked about opening up a brewery. Mm. Yeah. It would be so fun. Uh, but we did it with thought in our head. Oh, our kids could play there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, a yeah, that's what it was, like, the main point, yeah. Okay, so if you could have your fans remember one thing about you, what would it be?
1: Wait, side note. You ever notice how breweries don't have, like, really good food? No,
0: well, no. They usually have the food trucks, and I always end up going on the nights that have the shitty food trucks.
1: Uh, there's a uh, – we went to – we actually got good food at this place. We went to a place called Riverside.
0: Yeah, Riverside's awesome.
1: Oh my god, yes. the food is so yes. good. Yes. And I was like, wow, for a brewery, mm-hmm. y'all are doing it. Riverside is. Good. But I don't know if they actually brew their own beer. They only mm-hmm. have other people's beers. I'm pretty sure.
0: Yeah, no, Riverside is just kind of like a yeah, a brewery, but they don't brew their own. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: So the pe- so the breweries that brew their own, they don't have good food because they're they're yeah. too focused on brewing the, brewery, the beer, which yeah. is cool. Yeah. And then they have like little snacks yeah. or whatever. Yeah.
0: Yeah, Lauder Ale, they they brew their own beer. I don't do well with IPAs at all. Lincoln's Beard Brewery that day, I got my husband almost left me on the side of the road because I was so annoying. I lost the band merch. I lost my daughter's drum set. Thank God somebody picked it all up for me. I just don't do good with IPAs. But, um, Lauder Ale is bringing in some, uh, I told her the food trucks that I wanted, so I'm hoping that... Oh, wow, that's nice. Yeah, um, because they call in different ones, and some of them are good, some of them are just, like, not the best. But I've always had pretty good luck with food at Lauder Ale. That's awesome. But that Lincoln Beards food truck, that was awesome, that one. Yeah. They had the fried Oreos on it. Yeah, that was good. That was good. That was really good. That was really good. Okay, so what's the one thing you want your fans to remember you?
1: Um... I don't really like calling them fans because I feel like it's such a demeaning word, but, um, what I want my family, my people to remember me for is, is that I was just always true to myself. I'm gonna keep to that. Uh Like I always like exactly who I say I am and doing and keeping to my words. Somebody keeps to their word. Like if I say I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna do it. Like, I'm really going to get this done. I'm really Mm going to be who I want to be. Like, I have so many plans and so many different directions for myself that I would love to go and, and experience and go down. And if God allows me to be able to uh, live as long as I need to, to accomplish those things, like, that would be amazing. Yeah. But for now, it's still the mission. It's still, I'm on the mission, and I'm just going to keep, keep at it. Awesome. Yeah. Okay.
0: All right. So. Just a few more minutes here. I got some rapid fire real quick, so oh, this will fast. Okay, really ready? Everybody's horrible. I have yet to even do a rapid fire where it's actually rapid fire. All right. What celebrity annoys you the most? I already stumped you. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to rapid fire. Ariana Grande, go. <laughs>
0: nickname your family used to call you or still does
1: uh oogie
0: oogie okay we'll have to talk about that one later <laughs> who do you text the most
1: probably my girl yeah
0: if you could speak another language other than what you speak what would it be
1: spanish i need to learn spanish yeah i'm, I'm a native I'm florida Regan, think i would bro.
0: learn it oh really <laughs> you i'm Puerto Rican. so your family speaks it
1: my pops but he tried to teach me and i went to a catholic white school and i was like i don't need to learn this dad like, i'm around a bunch of white people and he's like right. and
0: then, he moved to miami. And then i moved to miami and
1: yeah i need it the one place, i need it yeah, yeah so it spanish fluently
0: i was in the bathroom one time i was dating this guy from chile and i was in the bathroom at this latin club i don't even know if it's probably down how the beach boulevard it's called La Cavacha. and i just these women all started talking to me in Spanish. I had no freaking clue what they were saying. I was like, I really need to learn this language, especially if I'm going to date this guy. All right. So who do you feel is the most overrated musician?
1: Overrated? I don't know.
0: Next. Next. No, not Machine Gun Collie? <laughs> okay. Not that's not even a musician I anymore. Mean. Yes, it's true. Alrighty. What's the one thing you regret spending money
1: on? Um, some of the, honestly, a lot of the things that I spent in this industry, I regret. Yeah. Just because, I don't know. I mean, I guess they were learning lessons, so I can't really regret it, mm-hmm. but there's a lot of stupid things that I paid for that I shouldn't have paid for. Right. And I've gotten a lot of my money stolen in this industry uh, as well. Yeah. So, Yeah. The scammers are gonna. The yeah, shop.
0: they will. They will. Okay, what do you impulse buy most often at the store?
1: Impulse buy. I don't be buying that much, but like honestly, food.
0: The, everybody says food. All the guys that yeah. have been on my podcast. I today. don't. I
1: don't honestly buy too much. <laughs> like food is the go-to. It's a burritos.
0: Burritos. Okay. Name a person that inspires you.
1: Um. Wow. There's so many. My pops. Yeah. Oh. Um, he inspires me in a business sense. Um, my peoples, like all everybody around me. all mm-hmm. literally you know what's crazy is that like all the guys that I have around me, all the people I stay like keep around me to the closest, they all inspire me in some type of way and they all ha- have molded me to be who I am today. Mm-hmm. Like there's things that I'll take from my homie laddie of being a dad and like just caring about family mm-hmm. that I enjoy watching him like be that figure right. that i would want for myself i see pineapple poppy be so caring of others and so selfless and like just like that i love to take that from that from him yeah. and like yeah just like i could keep going on but all my people inspire me everyone around that's me because awesome. if you don't inspire me you probably wouldn't be around yeah.
0: yeah that's awesome though okay so do you sleep in or do you take a nap
1: no i don't do either no no Okay. I wake up early and then keep pushing. Yeah, you know, wake up early. I can
0: see these posts sometimes when I'm driving my kid to school half awake, and my hair's still in the bun, and I'm still in my pajamas driving or hoping that nobody sees me, and you've already posted yeah. five minutes ago. I'm like, what the
1: hell that's, is he that's That's the balance between me and Tabby as business partners, is that she sleeps in until 12 o'clock, and I wake up at 7. That's so funny.
0: Okay, so let's... Um, Talk about if you have a message for your fans what would what would your message be to them, and what are your future goals upcoming things? let us know
1: yeah um so I guess I would say if you're gonna do it, do it like if you're if like I was saying earlier about taking this serious like if you really want to do something. Take yourself serious, because the minute you don't or if you other people see that you don't, they're never going to take your, you serious unless you take yourself serious. Mm-hmm. And that's like investing, right? So um, a lot of people like complain, spe- specifically artists, I'm talking about music industry, but I'm sure across the board, a lot of people uh, complain that nobody is investing in them, whether that's time, energy, money. Uh, support whatever but that's because you're not investing in yourself first like the minute you start investing in yourself first you put the money down for a music video you put the money down for a studio to get your album done whatever that's when other people are like wow look he's really doing the thing and they believe in you because you are investing in yourself you're putting yourself your money your time your effort your energy into yourself so like do that first and then have no expectations. That's another thing. Have no zero expectations. Yes. Um, But yeah, for me as an artist, I'm, I'm currently like songwriting a lot. I'm in these sessions. I'm going to continue to release uh, my own music as well. Um, I'm going to be working with some bigger producers coming up, um, working with bigger artists, uh, just trying to like build an empire for the team to be able to facilitate what they need to Mm facilitate, facilitate through it. And, um, with ripple effect we have a film festival coming up in June yes, um nice. we have another show at Revolution Live coming up in August um that we're hopefully going to be partnering with motivational edge on
0: nice
1: um and a lot more events to come we're, we're trying to do annual events now and like we've been testing a lot of the events out here and there just to see what's going to work best what hits the best okay um and so far like yeah, we got it we got a few in the in the books so awesome. keep updated with us yep
0: where can and, everybody find you like is it worldwide wednesday, yep. or is it wednesday
1: no so uh everywhere is worldwide wednesday um did that on purpose because i felt like branding like i at the radio station they used to call me worldwide they're like yo worldwide or worldwide wednesday like they said the whole thing and i always like in my mind wanted to go as wednesday right um oh, so that's
0: where the worldwide came from yeah okay. like
1: well no worldwide came from i never got out of this country so like my purpose in doing music is to literally tour and get outside nice. this country through my music okay so that's where where worldwide came from but it was just a tag it was just something to like be like an instagram handle right, right. and like to work towards you know right but then everyone started calling me worldwide Wednesday. Right. you know how like people come up to you and say your instagram instagram name instead of your mm-hmm. actual yeah name. mama bird yeah, yeah. <laughs> literally that's why i call it <laughs> uh, but yeah like that's 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 what happened to me but inside like a professional setting inside like the music industry and i'm like you know what i'm gonna just i'm gonna rebrand the page because i just had it as wednesday right um, I'm going to rebrand the page of Worldwide Wednesday because it's going to be easier for people to find me and okay. know who I am and understand what the mission is. So, um, yeah, it's Worldwide Wednesday on everything. Um, and then for Ripple Effect, it's SFL Ripple Effect, or you can go to our website, www.sflrippleeffect.com, and uh, check out what we're doing. Yeah. Well, move.
0: I mean I'm so happy that you came and we finally got this yeah, down and I'll tell you you know so everybody knows like I started this podcast and you were one of my biggest inspirations to oh, do something you. like this and I mean I really think the world of you thank and you. I think you're going to be really big going big places so. I appreciate
1: you thank you for having no, me.
0: no thank you I really appreciate
1: it yeah that was fun this it's a time to be, not everyone go ride with me If you're sitting at my table, know that you got ties with me I'm going away, there's no such thing as choosing sides with me Look around and all my guys right here, they say they're proud of me Cause they all been down with me